Welcome. You have made it to the Self in Solitude podcast, where we will be talking about being secure and satisfied in your singlehood, as well as a gang of other topics like self-love, self-care, mental and emotional wellness, life lessons, and so much more. I am a firm believer in nurturing your relationship with yourself sets up a solid foundation for any other relationship. Plus, you have to love on you before you have to share you. Am I right? I am your host, Coach Self. And without further ado, let's get into it. This is Self in Solitude. Hello and welcome back. I am so happy to have you here back with me another week. And I'm happy to be here. I want to start out from now on with my big three or what I call my starting lineup. Those are one thing that I'm grateful for, one goal for my day, one affirmation. I do this every single morning. I usually do a lot more than just one, but for the sake of not making this extremely long in the beginning, because I can go on for forever with the things I'm grateful for as well as my affirmations. But I'm going to make it a quick three for you, and I hope you incorporate this into your morning as well. One thing that I'm grateful for is the fact that I had a busy schedule since earlier this morning, and I got everything accomplished so I can make space right now. So I am extremely grateful that I set my schedule up in a way that I can be successful and do what I need to do for my day. Let it marinate. My goal for today is to do what I'm doing right now. My goal was to start recording within a reasonable amount of time when everybody else is still at work or in their homes being quiet or before playtime. So I'm glad that I'm actually on time with everything today. My number one goal. And then my affirmation for today, that is, I will never allow self-sabotage to take me off my course and stop me from the things that I want to do for myself. That affirmation is inspired by our topic for today. But first, let me tell you about my weekend. I had a really good weekend, guys. On Saturday, I went to EcoFest, which was just an extension of Earth Day, which was Friday. Um, It was a good little time. The weather was perfect. It was hot, but not too hot where you didn't want to be outside. There was performances. um, And this amazing performing art school had their kids. people of color on stage and you can tell they were so proud of what they were doing they were excited that they do this for a regular like on a regular they're in school learning how to sing dance perform on stage and they got to do it in front of the public and you could tell they take pride in what they do and I was out there just cheering and enjoying it they made up 
a TikTok dance and song that was so catchy. And that is number one on TikTok. It has to be catchy to get stuck in your head. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like reduce, reuse, recycle, go green. When I tell you I was singing this song all day long, I was just so proud of these young folks. They really did their thing. But then um, there was also a vendor fair there. Shout out to the lady who I brought my waist beads from. I got these new cute waist beads and I just love them. I've been every day, I've just been loving on them and just admiring how they make my waist look when I look in the mirror. Just admiring my body. It just adds a little bit more sparkle and shine and beauty to what's already here. And it, it helps me appreciate myself in yet a new way. Like, girl, you making them beads look good. It ain't the beads, it's you making them look good. <laughs> Um, I also did a movie night with my friend and our kids on Monday, I'm sorry, Saturday night, which was always fun. I forgot to mention that the food trucks at this vendor fair was straight trash. Absolutely, two out of ten do not recommend. So somebody please point me to where the good food trucks are. Um, Sunday, I went to church as always and enjoyed myself just worshiping in the service. And then I made a good Sunday dinner, y'all. I made oxtails. This is my second time. Um, the first time I made them and it was so good. But I put one of those, um, I don't think it was a ghost pepper, habanero peppers in it. My kids did not like how spicy it was. I decided I was still going to put the pepper in there later on in the process of cooking so that it would have the flavor but not bust and be extremely hot. But I forgot to put it in there all together. And when I tell you these oxtails were still amazing, I just outdid myself, y'all. I'm really that girl. Anything I put my mind to, I do and I do extremely well. And not only because I affirm myself, because I believe that I can do it. Like, I come from family, well, both sides of my family can cook. So even when I don't know how to cook something and I look up a recipe and I put my little spin on it, it still comes out amazing. Well, all right. The topic for today is, is self-sabotage ruining your relationship with you? Let it marinate. Is it? Do we know what it looks like? Do we know what self-sabotage is? Hmm. Is it messing up our self-love? Is it messing up how we show up for ourselves? Self-sabotage is consciously or unconsciously taking steps to preventing ourselves from reaching our goals. Let's talk about what self-sabotage looks like. First up, we have neglecting your health. There's been plenty of times where we've put off something until later that needs to be taken care of right away. Because we have responsibilities. We have to show up for work. There's so many excuses that we make not to take care of ourselves that we end up putting ourselves last and neglecting it. That's self-sabotaging. Staying 
in a job, a space, a relationship that makes you unhappy. Now, we're not just talking about any regular relationships where you have your down moments and you have your up moments and that's something that you can deal with. But if you are in a situation where you are unhappy, you know you are unhappy, you are at a job that you hate going to every single day, you live in a space, an area, a home where there is just sucks all the happiness out of your life. As soon as you leave it, you find your freedom, your happiness, you find joy in being away from home. If you are in a relationship that is just miserable, there is no happiness, there is no interest about it. You are just there, maybe out of time, out of guilt, or feeling like you owe this person this loyalty, but at the end of the day, you are still unhappy. You're self-sabotaging. Keeping toxic people in your life. This is a behavior that self-sabotages you because many times we can move on. We can elevate to what we are supposed to be doing in our lives, but we don't because the people around us tend to be doing a bunch of nothing. Isn't it funny how we always have people around us that aren't doing too much, but we have all these hopes and dreams within ourselves and we allow those hopes and dreams to just sit there as we are entertaining people who aren't doing even half or don't even have the thought, the mind, the ambition to do what we want to do. But we're letting them influence us to just sitting and doing nothing instead of going after and doing something. Self-sabotage. Being closed-minded to new experiences you've never been outside of your hometown or where you live now and you are not interested in going further if you're just stuck in a box you only eat chicken fingers no matter where you go why we have so many different restaurants with so many different types of foods is because they want to bring something that you don't usually have a variety of sorts they're trying to expand your palate so if you always just like, oh, y'all got chicken fingers? I'll have that. <laughs> You're not expanding anything. You're stuck inside the box. You're refusing to at least try. If you have no clue what it is and you don't know whether you'll like it or not, and you don't know whether trying it will make you fall in love or make you hate this food, you're being closed-minded. You're keeping yourself in the box and you are sabotaging yourself. Procrastination is also self-sabotaging. That is not even, we don't even have to dig into that. That's a given. As long as you're putting things off until later, you're definitely making sure you're not growing in a way that you are supposed to. I use the example of studying for a test you know you have a test coming up you've known all week you knew at the beginning of the course you was going to have tests and when they were going to be due by and what they were going to be on you had plenty of time to study but if the day before you're trying to cram or you're just trying to look over your notes before the test and you get an f there's no surprise you did not prepare for the opportunity you did not have the accountability to study and get that a that you deserved 
Trying to please everyone, that is a self-sabotaging behavior that we need to cut out of our lives right this second. I have met hundreds of people who this is their everyday persona. And I'm going to use persona because this is not who you are as a person. Who you are as a person is hiding behind the always trying to make somebody happy. At the end of the day, if your life's mission is to make this person and that person and me, her and them happy, we never get a chance to know who you are. If you're always bending and willing to make others smile, when do we get a chance to see who you really are? And is this something that you really want to continue to do? Or are you just doing it because you think it's going to make people like you? People can't like you if they don't know who you are. And people can't know who you are if you are always bending and conforming to be what they want just to make them smile. And you become resentful of these people who you're always doing for because you don't get the chance to just relax and be yourself. That's self-sabotage. Do not succumb to it. So other common ways that I have that people self-sabotage is yet again, procrastination. Perfectionism and self-medicating. Perfectionism. I absolutely hate this word because there is no such thing as perfect. Where and when has the perfect model ever presented themselves? And I'm not talking about model, like a model, modeling. I'm talking about this perfect persona that we chase after. No one is perfect. There is no model that we need to look up to and say that this is the picture of perfect and I need to be there. Almost anything that looks perfect is fake. Nothing is perfect. Nothing is ever. My replacement word for perfectionism is progressionism. We are not perfectionists. We are progressionists, meaning we are always progressing to something greater than what is now. We are not going to keep on working until we are perfect. We are going to work until we progress to new levels. To what we are working on progressively gets better. To we as people progressively continue to get better and better and better. There's never going to be a perfect. Every time you get to one level, you realize this is the bottom step of something greater. So once you get up to what's greater, you'll realize. This is yet another bottom step to the next level. We are climbing steps and it's never going to be an end. We just got to figure out what that progression is leading to for us. Because perfectionism is never going to be the it for us. And procrastination, we covered that already. But let's talk about some of the reasons why. A lot of the times... We sink to self-sabotage because fear, number one. We are afraid. We feel like if we were to study for this test and we do bad on the test, then we would, and we fail, then we didn't do something the right way. 
we feel like failure is not an option. So we're just going to neglect what we have to do and then try to do it to the best of our abilities once we have to do it. And then if we do fail, we can say, oh, you know what? I didn't really try. It's okay. Um, but that's fear. You got to realize that when you operate out of fear, you hold yourself back in so many different ways and it can be avoided. If you actually try, you put your all into it. What's the worst that can happen? You can get exactly where you are when you don't try or you can get further. You have to be the judge of that. Also, poor self-esteem, us just kind of telling ourselves that we aren't worth it or we don't deserve certain things kind of make us self-sabotage a lot of the situations in our lives. Having trust issues is yet another one. Always having high expectations. Oh, this is one that I really do not like. Um, I like to go into almost everything with no expectations whatsoever. And a lot of people say um, having no expectations does not allow you to fail. But having no expectations allows you a clean slate to just see what this experience is going to offer. I'm not ready to be disappointed. I'm not waiting to be disappointed. I'm open to the experience and what it offers me and whether I'm gaining knowledge, I'm gaining new contacts, new friends, new clients from whatever experience I'm about to do. I'm open to that. I'm not waiting for it to disappoint me. But when you go into something with high expectations, that's when you leave with a disappointment because it did not meet your expectations. And no one wants to be disappointed. So that's why we tend not to want to go into things with these expectations being high. But when you have those high expectations, it's kind of a setup for failure. And that's where the self-sabotage comes in. Also, last and finally least, another um, the reasons why self-sabotage tends to happen that these are unconscious reasons we've we have inadequate inadequate relationship skills this is geared towards my singles always inadequately knowing how to deal with how to love on how to pour into yourself will result in you always putting yourself last you always going and doing and running yourself ragged and burning out to zero because you don't know how to love yourself and at the end how can you expect someone else to love you if you don't know how if you've never taught yourself you've never learned yourself what do you like how do you like it? How? This is food for thought, y'all. We got to really start realizing that a lot of the things of our past have shaped who we are now and why we do and act 
the way we do, these root causes really destroy us. They destroy us physically, mentally, emotionally, deliberately. They hinder our success and our well-being. They undermine our personal growth and all our values. We need to figure out how we can stop self-sabotage from coming in, wrecking shop, and leaving us in a state of disarray. So that's where self comes in because I'm ready, y'all. I have ways to stop the cycle of self-sabotage. Number one, examine the root cause. Examine the root cause. Start digging into why we do certain things. If you realize that every time you start dating and it's time for you to go on a date and then you cancel last minute, And it's just like, oh, I just don't feel like it. Start thinking to yourself, why don't I feel like it? Granted, this might not be time for me to just get up and go to this date that I said I don't feel like going. But this might be the moment to where you realize what you're doing, whether it's conscious or unconscious, and you start looking deep into that. Why don't I want to go on this date? Every time I'm supposed to go on a date, I tend to do this. Is this a pattern? When did this pattern come into play? How long have I been doing this for? Why do I do this? This is time to get that pen, that paper, get into that journal and start digging into yourself, figuring out when did this start? How did it start? Why did it start? What happened? Go back and find that inner child and see where she's stuck at. She's stuck at that phase where you went on a date and something happened to where every time you're supposed to go on a date, now she's saying, no, don't go. I don't want you to go. I want you to sit in the corner with me. I don't want you to be happy. I want you to sit over here and just curl up in a ball. I want you to stay home and sit on the couch and be upset that you don't go anywhere. It's time to start digging into yourself figure out what you want what you like and how you like it and why some of these self-sabotaging behaviors are following after you the next thing we can do to stop the cycle is to stop procrastinating (laughs) i know i made it sound so simple and it never is that simple it never is but in the grand scheme of things How hard is it to really stop setting yourself up for failure? You can just stop. You can just start preparing yourself. Example, I used to miss deadlines all the time. I used to miss doctor's appointments for my kids. I used to forget to turn in paperwork in college. I would try to turn my papers in late and still expect to get A's and it that never happened because I was not on the top of my game. I didn't have my paperwork together. I was waiting to the last minute. I wasn't putting it in my calendar and making sure I made it to those appointments at times or I wasn't setting my alarm so that I was setting up everything I need to do accordingly or overbooking myself. Now, I had to stop. Enough was enough. I'd be darned if I miss a deadline. 
I'll be darned if my kids miss an, an important doctor's appointment and I have to take off of work yet another day just to take them. I will be darned if I don't get an A on my paper that I worked hard on because I missed the deadline. So to have these things start falling into line, I disciplined myself. As soon as I get the appointment for my kids, I put it on my calendar along with an alarm. Alert me the day before so that I know. Alert me an hour before so that I can be in traffic and get there with a good amount of time so that I'm not running behind. I set myself up on a study and a, a coursework program. All right, I need to study on this day, this day, and that day. I need to work on my paper on this day, this day, and this day. So that not only am I acing my exams because I'm studying, but I'm also spreading out time to work on my paper to do a good job on it and to make sure that I'm hitting on my deadlines. I'm also setting deadlines for myself. If my rough draft is due to my professor on Thursday, I want to make sure that everything I have to do is done on Tuesday. I put my rough draft, I mean, I put my deadline on Tuesday so that I can review it. I can make sure I go through it just in case. I have one more day to spare, Wednesday, just in case I need to add something, take something out. If anything happens on the in-between time, I have Tuesday to review and make sure I've got that so that I have one more day to work if I need it and then I can turn it in on Thursday. It sounds like a lot, but that's what I have to do to make sure I'm on top of the needs that I need to take care of. And oh well, I can do it. At the end of the day, I'm responsible for my grades. I'm the only person that's getting the F or the A. My GPA will drop. I'm the one that have to take off when my kids miss a doctor's appointment. So if it helps me do what I have to do easier, I'm going to put it into practice so that I can make sure it's done. <clears throat> Another way to stop the cycle is to stop focusing solely on the bigger picture. This is for my people who see the bigger picture. You see it and it overwhelms you. You look at it like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do with so many intricate pieces. It's time for you to focus in and break that thing down piece by piece. Look at it as a color by number. Listen, I've got this blank canvas and I see all the numbers and I see all the colors that I have to do. I'm going to start with one. I'm not going to start with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine and start at the corner and just try to do everything. I'm going to start with step one and do all the ones in one. And then I'm going to work my way up to completing the bigger picture. But if you have to Break it down into the smallest, tiniest step so that it is digestible for you. That's what you have to do because nobody else has to accomplish these things but you. So you got to make sure you get it done in a way that works for you. It's all about inclusivity. And inclusivity includes you being exclusive, um, exclusively working on what you need to work on to make yourself better. This is all under the umbrella of personal development, guys. Y'all know this is my niche. Stop the perfectionist thinking. That is another way of how we stop the cycle of self-sabotage. As I talked about earlier, 
we are going to upgrade that to progressionism. We are going to start reaching for being a progressionist and not a perfectionist. We're going to think, okay, yes, I can do this. This will make it better. I can do that. This will make that better. However, I am not making it perfect. There is never going to be a time when it's perfect. It's just going to continue to get better and better because I am getting better and better with every step closer. My project's getting better. I'm getting better. I'm learning along the way. And together we are progressing to greatness. Lastly, on the cycle of how to stop self-sabotage, we have realizing it does not happen overnight. It takes willingness and work. Everything that I've talked about today takes self-determination. It takes ambition. It takes drive. You have to want to stop the cycle of self-sabotage yourself. You can't wait for anybody else to do it for you. While you're waiting, while you're sitting, while you're expecting somebody else to do these things for you, time is going to be passing you up. Opportunities are going to be passing you up. So I need you to get with the program right now. It's not going to happen and nobody else can do it for you without you getting up and putting a stop to it. So if this is for you, Realize that self-sabotage ain't nothing nice. That it is going to stay on you as long as you allow it to. Now, with all the information that I have put out there today, I just want to reiterate that it is extremely important to yourself, to your mental, emotional health, to your physical body, that we put it in to the behaviors that stop us from getting to where we want to be. In my coaching program, Conquering Confidence, getting rid of, stopping, stepping on, self-sabotaging thoughts is one of the steps that we work on. And it gives a thorough process of how to do this. I also offer one-on-one coaching to help with this as well. So if you are in need of help to get through or over your self-sabotaging behaviors, please feel free to reach out. But until next time, peace lovers. Well, if you like what you've heard here, I ask that you leave me a comment or a rating. Make sure that you run it up because your girl needs the likes to be able to continue doing what I do here. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the self underscore love cycle. I'm also on Facebook at the self love cycle. You can always join me on my website as well. www.theselflovecycle.com And until next time, Peace lovers.